whenever hunger pains in stomachs rumble, and insatiable cravings overtake the body and brain, whenever savory smells fill the air and tempt your taste buds. This is the time to feed your cravings, partaking of Disney's delectable foodish delights. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Lunchbox Ghost Podcast. We will quench your undying thirst and feed your hunger for all of the foodish morsels that Disney has to offer. If you weren't hungry before, you sure will be now. (laughs) Our show begins with your foodish host, the Lunchbox Ghost. Bon Appetito, foodish mortals. October is not only National Seafood Month, it is also National Pasta Month. So, in this episode of The Lunchbox Ghost, Sam Stern and I will pack the lunchbox full of some great pasta dishes as we take you to some of the most amazing Italian restaurants at Walt Disney World. By now, all of you should know Sam, who is one of my Eat to the Beat reporters. How are things going, Sam? Things are going great, Joel. I'm so happy to be back, especially talking about my favorite food. Oh, you love some Italian food, huh? I do. I'm from an Italian family, so making sure that you get a nice Italian meal when you're on property is definitely top for my family. Well, I'm not Italian, but I certainly love Italian food. Buon appetito is Italian and means good appetite or simply enjoy your meal. And I can tell you, I have enjoyed every single Italian meal I've ever had on Disney property. So Sam, like me, I am sure you have enjoyed some great Italian or pasta meals at Walt Disney World. I have. And like I said, being from an Italian family, our bar is set pretty high for Italian food. So a couple of the restaurants that we've talked about, I've eaten at multiple different times and have had multiple dishes just to make sure that all those dishes are fully Italian authentic. And so, yeah, I'm really excited about this episode. Well, I am too. And as I like to do in every episode, I would like to begin our discussion in the main parts, beginning with the Magic Kingdom, where we find Tony's Town Square Restaurant. And I know Tony's Town Square has a reputation, and I've eaten there, I know you've eaten there, and besides the food, do you know what I love the most about Tony's Town Square Restaurant? Uh, I don't think I can make a good guess on that. Well, it is where Lady and Tramp had their first kiss, as they shared spaghetti and meatballs in the alley behind the restaurant. So Tony's Town Square takes me back to the movie Lady and the Tramp. The the restaurant is located just inside the entrance to the Magic Kingdom on the right side and has a Lady and the Tramp theme. The sign above the entryway to the restaurant has Tony's picture in the center of it. You can actually watch the film while you wait to be seated as it plays in the lobby. There are paintings of the film's characters hanging on the walls while there's actually some familiar songs from the film that can be heard in the background which is just a great atmosphere. I love Lady and the Tramp, and that just adds to the ambiance of this restaurant. Definitely with this restaurant, you have that old Victorian feel, the colors, the lace windowsill covers. You get transported into this time and era, and it's like you're jumping right directly into the film before you go and have your meal. And you will find Lady and Tramp sitting atop a water fountain in the center of the restaurant. And a lot of people don't know 
that if you actually look through the rear window of the restaurant, you'll actually see Lady and Tramp enjoying their dinner date in the alley. A little bit of those Disney secrets for you. You know, I just love that scene in the film. And again, we talked about this restaurant, Tony's Town Square, having a reputation. Some people love it. A lot of people just simply do not like this restaurant. And that kept me from going for quite a while. I chose counter service options over this sit-down table restaurant simply because of the reputation that I had heard. But I can tell you, the first time my family went to Tony's, we were blown away. It was an amazing experience. We all ordered something different, and every single one of us loved our meal. It definitely has changed over the years. A lot of people have very varying opinions about this restaurant in terms of the quality and experience. And every time I've gone, I definitely have had a really great experience with all the cast members working there. The food, I think it just depends on what you're getting and what your expectations are. Was it the best meal that I've had on property? No. But exactly what you just said, was it better than one of the quick services as a sit down meal? Yes. You just have to vary your expectations. It's not going to be the best Italian meal with homemade pasta and having all those extra little details like a signature restaurant. So I think, you know, you just have to balance those expectations with what you think you're getting. But I did enjoy the food when I went. I've gone when I was younger that I can remember. And then I've gone recently as an adult and the menu options definitely have changed. And I also did and paid for the extra Christmas party to experience the food that they presented there at Tony's. And I've enjoyed all of it. I totally agree with your assessment. It all depends on what your expectations are. And I went in not expecting much. And again, we were all blown away and kind of felt bad that we had not tried this restaurant before. Every single one of us enjoyed our meal and decided that Tony's was a definite must do anytime that we go back to Walt Disney World. Now, can we fit it in every single trip? No, but it's always an option. It's not one of those restaurants that we have decided we never want to do because of the experience. So let's talk about the food sure. at Tony's Town Square. You know, as the appetizers, you have a typical appetizer menu with fried mozzarella, with a garden salad or a Caesar salad, and seasonal soups, which, you know, you have to ask your server what the soup of the day is. And as far as the pasta dishes go, again, you have your typical fettuccine alfredo with chicken or shrimp, scampi pasta, which is made with fresh linguine pasta, served with shrimp and mussels, spinach, tomatoes, and onions and a herb butter sauce. We mentioned Tony's in our seafood episode, and this is one of the seafood dishes that I think all of our foodish mortals should try. And this meal was the meal that I actually ordered myself. And I ordered it because it was something that I felt was going to be light considering that I had gone in the summer months to this restaurant. So I didn't necessarily want something super, super heavy. And I was pleasantly surprised with this pasta. I did need to ask for a little bit more Parmesan cheese to add a little bit more to it. But once I had done that, it really took out the flavors within the herb butter sauce that it had. And the balance of shrimp muscle and mussels within it was good too. Sometimes you get more shrimp than mussels, but there was a good amount of both of them, which was nice. And I ate these mussels because they were cooked in the sauce. 
and <laughs> I tried only like one or two of them and then I said okay I'm done with them but again everything else in this dish was very yummy well you can certainly get a steak and as you know my wife likes steak yeah she doesn't eat seafood so when we went to Tony's she had the steak and loved it it's a roman style steak which is herb marinated steak medallions blistered tomatoes broccolini herb roasted potatoes and caper herb butter sauce so a nice flavor there i love blistered tomatoes and i feel like they add such a nice transitional flavor for a dish that could kind of be basic so adding those blistered tomatoes with the broccolini and the saltiness from the caper or butter sauce, I'm sure that was delicious. Now you can certainly get Tony's Pizza Pie, which is a traditional pizza. You can get chicken parmesan. I love a good chicken parmesan. And that's what I had for my meal. That was and gonna be my was, guess. <laughs> knowing me, yes, and it was excellent. Some of the best chicken parmesan I've had, especially in a theme park. <laughs> you know, again, you have to set your expectations and you have to realize you're actually in a theme park you're not in someone's home you're not in a five-star restaurant at Tony's, exactly. but it is very good and satisfying and my chicken parmesan was very satisfying it's lightly breaded of course chicken breast with provolone and tony's marinara sauce over spaghetti so very good and finally you can have spaghetti just like Lady and Tramp. And you have your choice of hand-rolled pork, beef, meatballs, or Italian sausage with spaghetti and Tony's marinara sauce. That seems like the classic dish that everyone should try when they go there, just because that's what Lady and Tramp eat. Exactly, put yourself in that setting. And of course, you can't forget about the desserts. I believe we had the Italian strawberry shortcake, and it was excellent. Vanilla cake with whipped topping, balsamic marinated strawberries and fresh basil. It was a very good dessert. I love balsamic and strawberries together. So the fact that they even have this option in a theme park is delicious, I'm sure. And of course, no Italian restaurant is complete without tiramisu. Absolutely not. And you can certainly have tiramisu, you can have gelato or cannoli. And I actually ordered the cannoli because I really like comparing the different fillings of cannoli because sometimes you get ones that are sweeter and this ricotta cream filled cannoli was pretty yummy. Well while Lady and the Tramp aren't actually Italian themselves, there is another restaurant in the Magic Kingdom themed for an Italian character from a Disney animated classic. And do you know which character that is? I do and it's only because I've never eaten there before, but when I was doing research, I remembered this connection, but I think it's Pinocchio's Village House, right? Yes, in Fantasyland. We used to frequent Pinocchio's Village House more than we do now, simply because there are more options than there used to be in the Magic Kingdom, but Pinocchio Village House was always a good stop for us. And as you would expect, Pinocchio Village House has a Pinocchio theme. There are a number of dining rooms inside that restaurant and each is named for and themed after a particular character or characters from the film Pinocchio. So it has a nice setting. You'll find paintings and wood carvings on the walls throughout the restaurant and nice stained glass depicting certain characters. So you can see images of the characters throughout that restaurant. 
and the food is decent. The menu, like all Disney restaurants, changes from time to time, but this restaurant typically leans Italian, and the entrees that they are currently offering at Pinocchio Village House are gourmet flatbreads. So I enjoy looking at the facade of Pinocchio Village House and a couple interesting facts about it that they have a bunch of seating that's outside that are under umbrellas. So if it's a nice day outside or there's not enough space inside, you can sit outside while still being under shade. But another thing about this location too is like you said, all those wood carvings on the wall, there's a lot of little nooks and crannies that you can find in there. And on one side of Pinocchio Village House, there's actually, it's inside, but there's glass windows that look into the start of It's a Small World. So if you get a seat over there and your friends decide to go on It's a Small World because you don't want to have that song stuck in your head, you can still see them and (laughs) wave at them while you're enjoying food at the same time. That's true. And when the boys were little, we used to love to get a seat right next to those windows. And we would wave at the people as they were launching onto It's a Small World. It's the Disney wave where everyone ends up waving back because you wave at them. (laughs) Exactly. But, you know, it was always a fun time. And again, you could get a flatbread. It's Mm -hmm. a counter service restaurant. Quick, enjoyable. They have a cheese flatbread, a margarita flatbread, which is topped with shredded mozzarella and fresh tomatoes and mozzarella pearls. Mm. Of course, pepperoni. And my favorite, the meat lovers, which is a flatbread topped with sausage, pepperoni, ham, bacon, tomato sauce, and mozzarella. If you don't want a flatbread or if you want something to accompany your flatbread, you can certainly get an antipasto salad. They also have tomato basil soup. So you could have a soup and salad with breadsticks. I never thought about that as an option. Instead of having a flatbread, you know, switching it up and have garlic breadsticks because you can never go wrong with those and having a salad. You know, so you can mix it up there. And of course, for dessert, they do have chocolate gelato. Yeah. Which for our non-Italian foodish mortals, gelato (laughs) is Italian ice cream. Yes, it's just a little bit thicker. Right. And it is absolutely delicious. So that gets the Magic Kingdom. Now let's move on over to Disney's second park, which is Epcot. Of course, the Italy Pavilion in Epcot's World Showcase is going to have some excellent, authentic Italian cuisine, beginning with Tutto Italia Ristorante, located in the front of the Italy Pavilion. Tutto Italia gives you that old world ambiance with murals of ancient Rome and sparkling chandeliers inside the dining rooms. I just love that setting. Again, you're going to have your typical appetizers of fried calamari, which you're going to find on practically any good Italian menu. As you should have. (laughs) Exactly. You'll find a Caesar salad, prosciutto, or some type of charcuterie platter. They actually have one that serves two. Yeah, so that charcuterie board is definitely large enough for two. It has prosciutto in it, it has a couple different cheeses, and it's big enough to serve two. Now for their entrees, again, we've already had our seafood episode, but they have salmon. A salmon dish. They also have a steak, which is a 12 ounce grilled New York strip with 
crispy rosemary potatoes, parmigiana, which again, I love a good chicken parmesan. They have a grilled chicken breast over fettuccine pasta with parmesan cream. And for their pasta dishes, they have lasagna. And I love a good home-baked lasagna. And this lasagna is so delicious. The bechamel sauce that goes with it adds that extra layer of creaminess in addition to the really strong and heavy beef and veal ragu that's on it. And it's such a good balance. They have tortellini panna, which is a cheese tortellini and Parmesan cream sauce. Of course, they have spaghetti. And I believe we mentioned in the seafood episode, the penny vodka, which is penne pasta, vodka sauce, and lobster meat. An excellent dish there. I believe they also have gnocchi. And a lot of people don't know what that is. Can you tell us? Yes, they steam potatoes and usually they mix that potato mixture with a little bit of flour or ricotta cheese sometimes. It depends on how different individuals make it. But they're basically like little potato dumplings. And a lot of times what they'll do is they'll boil it and then they'll take that gnocchi and then they'll put it in a pan to sear the outside. So sometimes the outside has nice and crisp taste, but the inside is super soft. And I love gnocchi and gnocchi with white sauce is usually my favorite or a lot of people put it with pesto. So I don't usually order it when I go out because most places serve it with a red sauce. And I think that's what this place does is they put it in a like a roasted tomato sauce with the gnocchi. A pomodoro sauce? Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, certainly they have some good options here at Tutto Italia and they have some great desserts. Of course, they have your cannoli. This one has a little bit of a different spin on it, and it has chocolate on the outside. The actual cannoli shell has dipped chocolate on both sides, and then they sprinkle some shaved candy orange onto the sides of it, which gives that extra little bit of balance and flavor and sweetness with the ricotta. Sounds delicious. And my wife loves cheesecake. They mm -hmm. have cheesecake of caramello, which is Italian-style cheesecake, with caramello. She's not a big caramel fan, but I am. So, and I'm not the biggest cheesecake fan. This could be a good compromise. And I agree because sometimes you can have cheesecake that is super heavy and super rich. And sometimes you need a little bit of that extra other flavor within it to help your palate digest all these flavors. So I think their choice of putting caramel in it is delicious. Now, a torta della nana. Can you tell our foolish mortals what that is? Yeah, so I think Nona is grandmother. And so this torta is in a small little pastry shell. So the bottom base is the pastry shell and it has a custard cream in it with almond. This one I actually haven't had. I had the cannoli, I think, obviously, because that seems to just be my go-to. <laughs> you certainly said Nona is grandmother and they refer to this as grandmother cake. Is that right? Yes, yes. So I know that there are almonds and pine nuts also decorated on top of this custard cream in that cake shell. Well, how can grandmother cake not be anything but amazing? Yes. And of course you have your gelati and sorbetti. So you have your, your Italian ice cream and sorbet with chocolate, vanilla, lemon, and strawberry flavors. Now, another place in Italy and Tutto Italian restaurant is Tutto Gusto Wine Cellar, which is a cozy, authentic Italian wine cellar where you can also experience the flavors of Italy with smaller plates, small plates of meats and cheeses, and panini, pasta, or dessert, which are normally designed for two people. And I think Tutto Gusto is one of your favorite places, isn't it? 
It is. It's such a hidden gem that not many individuals know about, but they have their own entrance. After you pass to Italia on the left-hand side, right after it, there's a little entrance. And a lot of people think that it's just closed off because they usually have the doors closed. So you don't think you can enter in through this side entrance. But if you do, it is a very cozy, dark, but intimate place where you can get different wines from Italy. They have multiple different options for wine flights. And this is one of my favorite places to go because it's air conditioned and you have wine, but you just feel like you've been transported into a small little restaurant in Italy because it's not as big and grand as some of these restaurants end up being, especially in Epcot, but you actually feel cozy in this small little area. So it is one of my favorite places to go, but you are right. They do have a lot of small plates. I've had the meat board and then a cheese board, and I've gotten both of them together. And those were delicious, especially paired with the correct wine, which we have asked our server before to pour for us, which was great. And then I do know that they have some larger dishes as well there if you wanted to actually sit and eat, which a lot of people don't know about. They usually just think you can go and have small plates, but I know that they have, you know, larger size pasta dishes to go with it too. You can get a normal size dish of lasagna or spaghetti. I think they also have a couple of options that are also at the main restaurant too. The tortellini, the gnocchi, and that there's a tagliatelle dish, which is just like thicker pasta. And if I'm not mistaken, you can also get a steak dish. So it's pretty much a full service restaurant, not yeah. just your typical lounge. I mean, I've been in there plenty of times. And it is interesting because they do have all these options, but not a lot of people know about it and or when they're there, don't order it. Most people end up going and getting, you know, those small plates instead. But yeah, they do have full service options to sit down and eat full meals. Yeah, so they have a couple larger options too, right? We talked about them having steak and pasta, but they also have paninis. Right. You're able to choose two different flavors of paninis or three different flavors of paninis depending on which ones you might want if you want that variety true and they're reasonably priced yeah what is it two choices of paninis for twelve dollars or three choices for sixteen dollars exactly that's a steal especially when you're drinking an epcot (laughs) that is true and if most people are like me i can't narrow down which one i want because i want to try more than one so here you get the option of trying two or three at a reasonable price yep their desserts are actually shooters yeah so they're small i mean i don't know what else to call them besides shot glasses but they're basically small shot glasses and i think you have an option to choose one or three if I remember correctly, but there's small tastes of all these different types of flavors of Italian desserts. So they're pretty small, but when I was sharing them, I was able to take like two to three bites of each one. So I know that they have a mocha tiramisu, a chocolate caramel, a panna cotta, a Nutella chocolate cake, and then a lemon crema one. Those all sound delicious. Certainly a perfect way to end a meal. Yeah, it was nice because, again, you can also share those. So we went, we had a wine flight, we had the meat and cheese boards, and then we shared paninis and had those shooters for dessert, and they were delicious. Sounds like a perfect day. 
<laughs> it definitely was. Now, in the rear of the plaza of the Italy Pavilion, you will find Via Napoli Ristorante and Pizzeria, which is inspired by the dining and architectural trademarks of Naples and Florence. The restaurant is literally a culinary tour of southern Italy, with the house specialty being authentic Neapolitan pizza. And I can tell you, some of the best pizza I have ever had in the world. They're delicious. The restaurant has a trio of wood-burning brick ovens. Did you know that they have specific names? I did, and I only knew, knew this because the first time I had gone in there, I was laughing at each of the names of them, and I thought they were just random names. But then my brain went, wait a minute, there's a reason why one is called Vesuvius. And I was thinking, what is Vesuvius? And then it all clicked and came together. So yeah, each of those brick ovens are named after the three volcanoes right? Vesuvius, yes. Etna, and Stromboli. Yes, the three active volcanoes in Italy. So as a tribute to those three active volcanoes, they named their three brick ovens after those volcanoes. And each oven is sculpted in the shape of the face of the god after which their volcano was named, which I think is pretty interesting. And for those of you who haven't gone there, the mouths are the openings for where you put the pizza. So when you're looking at it, you see all three of these gods' faces, but the mouth is open. They put the pizza to cook inside their mouths, which is funny. So Vesuvius, Etna, and Stromboli. Yes. Now you'll also notice when you go into that restaurant, you'll notice a long communal table in the center of the room, which was actually built in Florence and features hand-painted tiles depicting some of the iconic monuments found in Italy. So I ate at this table the last time that I was there with 10 people, and I actually didn't know that detail. The cast members didn't explain that, but now that I think about it, I do have pictures of some of those tiles because I thought they were really pretty. It is a beautiful table. Now, at Via Napoli, you have your typical appetizers or small plates, fried calamari, prosciutto, and you have, are they mozzarella sticks or is it a mozzarella plate? Yeah, it's the mozzarella plate with the mozzarella that's cut up with tomatoes. Yeah, okay. Mozzarella caprese. And you can also get a salad, whether it's the house salad or a Caesar salad. They have different pastas. Fettuccine via Napoli, which is chicken and prosciutto. They have ravioli with spinach and ricotta tomato sauce. They have spaghetti with tomato and meatballs. And of course, they have the most amazing pizza you'll find on property. Yeah, their pizza is delicious. I think they make it really interesting in terms of their flavors and their sizes. So I know for a fact that they have personal sized pizza, which feeds one. Then they have a regular sized pizza and then they have a very large pizza, but then they have an extra large pizza, which comes out on this massive baking sheet where they've stretched the dough so much that you can feed like four or five people from it, which is nice when you have, you know, a large family going into Epcot and looking for, for something to eat, or you have a bunch of friends who have been drinking all day around the world and need some pizza to, you know, soak up that alcohol. But Joel, I'm not sure if you actually knew this, but they import their water and they import their flour for their pizzas. Do you know where they've imported their water from? Well, I would uh, assume Italy, but tell me. <laughs> it is not from Italy. It's actually from Pennsylvania. They believe, and I will agree with them, that this special water in Pennsylvania 
helps to make the perfect pie because of some minerals that are in there. The flour is though imported from Naples and they do make their own mozzarella. So all these ingredients come together to form an Italian style pizza that is delicious, but all their resources don't necessarily come from Florida or from Italy, which I find is funny. Well, that is interesting. Now, talking about that extra large pizza, yes. there were four of us the last time we went to the Annapoli, and I can put away some pizza. So <laughs> we ordered that extra large pizza and didn't eat half of it. That pizza will serve more than four people. It could possibly serve the 10 people that you were with. So I was with 10 people and we ordered two of those. <laughs> okay. And they were gone. Okay. So we did eat a lot of pizza that day, but it was a very long day, but we were all very hungry as well. So we made sure that we were saving ourselves for that pizza just because it's so good. It is, again, some of the best pizza I've ever had in the world. Now, Via Napoli certainly has a dessert menu with tiramisu and grandmother cake and also a cheesecake. But this is a cheesecake with pistachio. It's a very classic Italian flavor. And they have a cannoli. They always have cannolis. And again, I believe it is prepared the same way that you mentioned earlier, dipped in chocolate and the candied orange. Mm -hmm. Yep, I didn't research this ahead of time, but I wonder if they share some of the same back-end kitchen areas. This is something too that we didn't talk about is they make the pizza right in the main dining room area. So you're able to see them making the pizzas, but I don't right. actually know if they share the same back end. if that would be why a lot of these antipasta dishes or dessert dishes are similar in all the places. Well, that would certainly make sense. I do know that Via Napoli, I believe, is the newest restaurant there because it is in the back end of the plaza where a dark ride had been planned for phase two. And when mm -hmm. phase two got put on the back burner, well, then finally, a Via Napoli was put in this space instead of a water ride. I did not know that either. That seems to have happened a lot in Epcot. Yes, it has. <laughs> uh, certainly happened in the German Pavilion and the Italy Pavilion. But that gets the three restaurants in the Italy Pavilion. Now, certainly as you leave or even as you enter the Italy Pavilion, if you want to experience some ice cream. There mm -hmm. is a cart there called gelati, Ooh. and you can get your gelato there, whether it's in a cup or a cone or even a sandwich. And I believe they also offer at that cart desserts as well of tiramisu and cannoli, or even a cannoli cupcake, which is a vanilla bean cupcake topped with a mini ricotta filled cannoli. I have not had that or even knew that that existed. I think that's something I'm going to have to make a special stop to get next time I'm in the World Showcase. Well, that gets uh, Epcot. So let's make our way on over to Disney's Hollywood Studios where you will find a cozy little casual restaurant by the name of Mama Melrose's Ristorante Italiana. You get the feeling that Mama Melrose is actually in the kitchen cooking for you there and cooking just for you. Again, Mama Melrose's was one of those restaurants where we kind of shied away from. We have our favorites at Disney's Hollywood Studios because to me, Disney's Hollywood Studios has some of the best restaurants on property, not just for the food, but for the entertainment back. We love to go to 50s primetime. We love to go to sci-fi and I love the Brown Derby. So when we are making reservations, we have to sometimes leave out a place we want to go to. On one trip where we had nine days at Walt Disney World, we decided that we wanted to try something we had never tried before. So we booked reservations at Mama Melrose. And boy, were we all amazed. 
experienced at the time we had there. Again, the setting is a very cozy setting. You actually feel like you're in Mama Melrose's restaurant. You know, it's a, a family-owned restaurant. It gives you that feel and that you get that personal attention that Mama Melrose is actually in the kitchen cooking just for you to make sure that you enjoy her food. And like most things at Disney, Mama Melrose has a backstory. And are you familiar with the backstory of Mama Melrose? I had no idea that there was a backstory. Actually, I have never been there. It still isn't a place that I've gone because like you, I choose to go to other places. So I'm interested in hearing this backstory to make my decision on if you know I wanna go. Well, once upon a time, a young girl from a small Sicilian village moved to Hollywood to become a star. However, she soon found that cooking was her true calling as she recreated her papa's secret recipes for her starving actor friends. Okay. And at their urging, she opened a restaurant in a vacant backlot warehouse once used to store film equipment. And Mama's culinary talents soon attracted the patronage of film industry insiders who dubbed her Mama Melrose. Mm. after the lively Los Angeles thoroughfare. And her establishment became known as the place where Italy meets California in the heart of the backlot. And it, the rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> that is very detailed. Well, you can certainly find that on the Walt Disney World website. But again, not even knowing that backstory when I went, that restaurant gives you the feel of someone that went to Hollywood to become a star and really found out that her talent was cooking her papa's secret recipe. Since you haven't been, I encourage you to go. And I encourage all of our foolish mortals to try Mama Melrose's. You will be delightfully glad that you did. And again, with any typical Italian restaurant, she has a great appetizer menu, a great complete menu. Appetizers of crispy calamari, mama's Caesar salad, house-made Italian meatball, minestrone soup, vine-ripened tomatoes and fresh mozzarella, and margarita flatbread. Those are all the appetizers. Mm, that's a wide variety. A, a very good variety. And you can certainly make a meal out of some of those appetizers. That's one of my favorite things to do is, especially when you're with a group of people, ordering a bunch of appetizers, sharing an entree, trying everything. Exactly. And there, like you said, is a great variety there. You have soup, you have salad, you have bread, you have calamari, and you have meatball, which a lot of people don't like the consistency of a meatball or the taste of a meatball. But if you order it from someone that really knows how to prepare it, it's one of the most amazing dishes you'll ever eat. Now, she has a good variety of entrees as well. You have a charred strip steak, which is prepared with four cheese macaroni and pancetta, aged balsamic shallot butter, and Chianti wine reduction. Mm, that's a really awesome combination. I love four cheese macaroni, especially with pancetta, adding that saltiness and crispiness. Balsamic shallot butter on steak with the Chianti wine reduction. What great combinations. I think several members of my party ordered the steak that night, and there wasn't a bite left on anyone's plate. <laughs> Must have definitely been good then. Now, she also offers a polenta cake with mushroom and herb cauliflower, oven-baked chicken a la parmigiana. So, again, the chicken parmesan served over spaghetti. She offers shrimp campanelli, sautéed shrimp and campanelli pasta tossed in a four-cheese sauce with cauliflower, sun-dried tomatoes, fresh spinach, and sweet onions. 
pastas. On the menu is also Mama's Italian pasta, which is spaghetti tossed with roasted garlic, tomato, fresh basil, and Asiago herb crostini. And of course, spaghetti and meatballs with house-made marinara garnished with Pecorino Romano cheese and parsley. And for the seafood lovers, in addition to the shrimp campanelli, she also offers for a sustainable fish mm. at market price. This seems like a very good choice for large families only because they have so many different options. You have steak, a classic chicken parmesan, you have a classic Italian pasta, spaghetti and meatballs, but then you have options like a sustainable fish and then a polenta cake, which you don't really hear often. So everybody has a choice of their own desires and what their preferences are. True. And first time we went, she had an appetizer of fresh steamed mussels on the menu. So I ordered mussels and allowed people who had never tried a mussel to share. Again, a great variety of food here. There's something for everyone and it is excellent food in an excellent, relaxed, cozy atmosphere. It actually makes you feel like you're in a small restaurant or maybe even at Mama's table, just waiting for her to bring the food out of the kitchen. Mm. And of course, Mama makes some amazing desserts of tiramisu, your traditional cannoli, of course, gelato, and a chocolate and cherry torte. That chocolate and cherry torte sounds delicious. You have nice chocolate with the cherries on top. I'm sure that combination is nice and balanced. Certainly a perfect way to end a meal. Now, over in Animal Kingdom, you're not going to find a true Italian restaurant. And while it is not an Italian restaurant, I do want to mention Rainforest Cafe, simply because October is National Pasta Month. Not National Italian Food Month, but National Pasta Month. I do want to mention that you can find some decent pasta dishes at Rainforest Cafe, certainly at Animal Kingdom and over at Disney Springs. They have an anaconda pasta, which is gluten-sensitive quinoa pasta, local garden vegetables, basil, shaved parmesan, red pepper flakes, white wine, tomato sauce, and with that, you can certainly add chicken or shrimp. They have pasta laia, which is a spicy dish. It is shrimp, sauteed chicken, bell peppers, onions, tomatoes, and dewy sausage, hot and spicy Cajun sauce, and linguine. And it can be served with Caribbean rice upon request. And finally, one of our favorite dishes, because we make it at home, is Rasta pasta, which is sauteed chicken, penny pasta, broccoli, red peppers, spinach, and garlic with choice of pesto or Alfredo sauce. We prepare it with Alfredo sauce. Mm-hmm. So those are three very good pasta dishes that you can get at Animal Camp if you're at that park and have a craving for pasta. So that gets the four main parks. And let's quickly explore some other options for Italian dishes and pasta. And over at Disney's Boardwalk, you have Trattoria Al Forno, which offers an array of regional specialties and classic dishes, showcasing an artisanal menu which celebrates the diversity of Italian cuisine. And a lot of people think Italian food is just Italian. But just like the United States, where you have different dishes from different parts of the country, Italy is the same. You have different cuisine from different regions of Italy. And I was going to say, you can definitely see that represented within all of the options at Trattoria Al Forno. They have multiple different options that allow you to get flavors from different areas. And I know that they have specialty dishes, too that are rotating, that bring in even more variety. 
Well, how about giving a quick rundown of what our foodish mortals can find at Trattoria Al Forno? Yeah, so they have calamari, but what's different about this calamari, which is the way that my family usually eats it, is they also add the pepperoncini peppers. I don't know if a lot of people know about them, but they're the peppers that are yellowish green, and they fry it in addition to the calamari, so it's made with the same breading. So you get a nice, fresh, light bite of calamari, and then you get the pepperoncini, which adds a little bit of spice and a lot of that texture. And it comes with a lemon aioli sauce, which is wonderful. So nice balance on those. They definitely have a seasonal salad. They have charcuterie, which is basically just salami and a different accompaniments, which I think it came when we had it with like a mustard sauce, which was delicious. And then they also have a mozzarella salad. So they have fresh mozzarella and cut up tomatoes with olive oil and balsamic vinegar drizzled on top. So a lot of different original options from Italy, but they add a couple little twists to it. I love pepperoncini peppers and I love cooking with them. You can certainly get a pizza. And what about their entrees? So when I went just recently, two weeks ago, I had one of the specials that I know that they're offering for a little while now, but it's a risotto, which has a bunch of different wild mushrooms and it had seared sea scallops on top and it came with four very large sea scallops. And this is kind of one of those classic dishes that Disney is now offering as a seafood option is scallops with some type of side. And the interesting part about these sea scallops and every time I've had them on Disney property is they've been great. They are well cooked, they are nicely seared and their flavors are just delicious. So. I really enjoyed this dish when I ordered it. And the other individual who I'd gone with had the lasagna and all of their pasta is homemade. So these lasagna noodles were so tender and they had that fresh bite to them because they were homemade. And the balance with the ricotta and the gravy or or pasta sauce was delicious within it certainly sounds delicious. And of course you can get a oak grilled strip steak with fire roasted potatoes, seasonal vegetables, and a roasted pepper sauce, which has a great flavor. They have a pasta bolognese with braised short ribs, pork belly, tomatoes, mushrooms, and pecorino romano. And of course they have their chicken parmesan. They have something that sounds interesting to me and that is a lentil risotto. Was that the risotto you had? No, I no. had a different risotto. I had a rice risotto. I didn't even, okay. I don't think I even saw this option, but that would be an interesting, different combination of lentils. And I'm not sure what tofu ricotta would taste like, but I mean, I'm sure done well if Disney has done it. Well, of course it would be. Disney has some of the most amazing food options that you will find anywhere in the world. And for anyone to go to Walt Disney World and not partake of some of their more creative dishes, I think you're selling yourself short on your trip and your investment in a vacation or a day at Walt Disney World if you don't try some of these amazing dishes. And of course, they have their own dessert menu with tiramisu, a dark chocolate semolina tarta with bruschetta raspberry cream. I have no clue what bruschetta is, but I love raspberries and having dark chocolate and raspberries together is a great combination. 
So their gelato choices are hazelnut, double dark chocolate, strawberry basil, or pistachio stracciatella. And pistachio stracciatella is basically they just have small pieces of chocolate within it. So it's almost like a chocolate chip, but they're flat squares. That's a good description. So it would be pistachio with small chocolate pieces inside of it. Okay. Well, that is at the boardwalk. And also while you're at the boardwalk area, you can find another trattoria, which is Il Molino at Walt Disney Swan Hotel, which offers traditional Italian cooking from the Abruzzi region of Italy. Now, finally at Disney Springs, Again, Disney Springs is the mother load for great food. And the same is true for Italian food and pasta dishes. They don't have quite as many restaurants number-wise, but there are a couple of different restaurants that I think deserve our attention. And one of those is Maria and Enzo's Ristorante. Sam, can you fill our foodish mortals in on what they can expect at Maria and Enzo's? So Maria and Enzo's is a really interesting restaurant. It's supposed to be themed like you're stepping into what is the golden age of air travel when you are inside a terminal of an airport, which sounds really interesting and different, but it's supposed to be that era where all the steward and stewardess were dressed in really massive large get-ups with their blue hats and and so basically this restaurant has that theme which is really nice about it they have a lot of different options for food including a meat and cheese board the calamari a caprese salad basically all the basics for large meals they have ravioli basic spaghetti meal a bolognese they have a lobster dish with linguine and a white wine sauce they do have the classic chicken parm for you joel and then they have a angus ribeye which has balsamic glazed rainbow carrots and green beans in a thyme shallot butter sauce so a lot of different options a couple classics for food but i think a lot of people go there for the atmosphere now that is the the main restaurant they do have a little area underneath the restaurant they have what's called enzo's hideaway and it's supposed to be themed like a small speakeasy where you go inside and you can get small dishes and drinks and it's just a nice area to hang out with friends. So it's be like in the 1920s. I know that they definitely have a couple different food options there as well. Well, certainly Maria and Enzo's and Enzo's Hideaway are great options for a good time and great atmosphere and great food, great Italian food at Disney Springs. And one other location that I would like to bring to the attention of our foodish mortals is Carolina Crafted Italian, which is also located in the landing area of Disney Springs. And they have just some interesting items on the menu, which I think are worth trying. My wife loves a good bruschetta, and they have bruschetta as an appetizer. You can certainly make a meal out of bruschetta because they normally bring enough in an appetizer portion that'll fill you up. And of course, bruschetta is bread topped with tomato and basil pesto and shaved Parmesan. But they also, on their appetizer menu, have meatballs. They have Italian fries with creamy cheese sauce and salami. Mm. They also have crispy eggplant fries. 
Ooh, that sounds good. That does sound good. And I'm not an eggplant fan, but I think maybe if you fry it and put some lemon caper aioli on it, like they do here, that might be something worth trying. They also have mozzarella stuffed rice balls with tomato basil sauce. I love rice balls. So again, you can get something a little bit different here because it is crafted Italian. They also serve sandwiches at this restaurant. You can get a good Italian grinder. And yes, of course, I love a chicken Parmesan sandwich. Those are delicious. Now for their pasta, they have gnocchi, spaghetti with meatballs. They have penne pasta with shrimp. And they have a rigatoni with house-made pork sausage. And what they call from the hearth, they have eggplant parmesan stack with spaghetti pomodoro and herb ricotta. They have a parmesan duo with chicken and eggplant parmesan and mm. spaghetti pomodoro. They have, of course, your chicken parmesan, but they have a citrus half chicken with mashed potatoes, asparagus, and gremolata. A good citrus cooked dish. And of course, I'm all about a half chicken. So the citrus half chicken sounds pretty good. I love citrus and chicken. It just brings out a lot of those flavors and having a half chicken, I'm sure they have a part of it being seared. So you have that crispy skin with the citrus, which is delicious. Oh yes, definitely. Now from the grill, they have your catch of the day. They have a ribeye. They have a center cut pork chop and they have a crafted burger, ground chuck and brisket. Ooh. Now, they do have some grilled add-ons of shrimp, chicken, and your favorite, salmon. Yep. Gotta love the salmon. And they have some amazing desserts. Of course, they have your cannoli with chocolate chips and a toffee crunch. That's a nice twist, adding yes, a little more crunch in there. I love a good toffee. So adding that crunch in there, I think, just takes that cannoli over the top. They have uh, what they call chocolate paradiso, which is a chocolate layer cake, chocolate ganache, and toffee crunch. They have a gelato sundae with pistachio, chocolate, and vanilla gelato, amarino cherries, toffee crunch, and whipped cream. So they have a lot of different types of dishes here. Now, folks, that gets our tour of the Italian offerings at Walt Disney World for National Pasta Month. Sam, I always enjoy having you on the Lunchbox Ghost. You always add a perfect perspective to the dishes that we talk about and the foods that we talk about. So I appreciate your research and I appreciate your insight and your comments and the addition that you always add to the Lunchbox Ghost. Thanks, Joel. It's always fun to hang out with you and the problem is that every time we're done recording, I'm always so hungry. But I think a good thing about all the, these restaurants is that I now have more to add onto my list of places that I have to go soon. So it's always a pleasure. And as if that list wasn't long enough already. It's very true. <laughs> I'm the same way. You know, we have our favorite restaurants that we always have to eat at and we always want to try something new and just looking at the different foods that Walt Disney World has to offer it's impossible to make it to all of them especially when you live in Alabama but when you live in Orlando like you do you certainly have an opportunity to partake of more of these dishes than the average person so buon appetito <laughs> thanks Joel now foodish mortals thank you again for tuning in to the Lunchbox Ghost I certainly hope that whenever you go to Walt Disney World, you enjoy your meal. 
Bon Appetit, though. But in order to enjoy a meal, a lot goes into it. The preparation, the ingredients, sometimes the atmosphere, and sometimes the company you're with. And you know, life is a lot like a good meal. Life is meant to be enjoyed. So in order to enjoy life as it should be enjoyed, you need to add the right ingredients. You need to prepare it the right way. You need to have the right atmosphere and you need to surround yourself with the right company. So again, foodish mortals, buon appetito and godidi la vita. Enjoy your life and be sure to tune in to the Lunchbox Ghost to see what the Lunchbox has for you. I am dying to have you. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of lingering hunger for Disney's culinary craving. <laughs> Hurry back. Hurry back. Be sure to bring your appetite. Make final arrangements now to join us next time for more foodish morsels. We're dying to have you. If you would like to join our jamboree, be sure to like, share, comment, and rate the Lunchbox Ghost on all of your favorite social media and podcast platforms. Hurry over as we would love your company. Now, if this episode has given you hunger pains, be on the lookout for our blog to discover more delectable delights. You've been listening to the Lunchbox Ghost Podcast, part of the Imagination Radio Network and a BRS production. Now, tell me, what's your pleasure? A la carte? Dinner? Aha! Okay. Heads up! Pucci, he says he wants two spaghetti speciale, heavy on the mitzvah. Tony, dogs don't talk. He's a talker to me. Okay, he's a talker to you. You the boss. Mamma mia, manger you can ever sit here. Now here you are, the best spaghetti in the town. <laughs>